everyone, this is the Stay at Home Mom Yarai Podcast. You are about to listen to my mom. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you like it, please give it five stars. Thank you. Hey, friend, and welcome to the Stay-at-Home Mom Yeah Right podcast. I'm Sarah Smith, your host, and I'm thrilled to be joined by Elizabeth Samanda. She is a holistic psychiatrist who guides healers, caregivers, and empaths to thrive in mind, body, and spirit. Welcome to my podcast, Elizabeth. How are you today? I'm, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great, thanks. What has living in this pandemic been like for you? You know, I think it's it's been um, an interesting, eye-opening experience. I mean, I can talk about it um, as like a medical professional, like, um, and I, I actually worked in the emergency and um, in an emergency center during during um, COVID, and um, and so like I just saw mental health issues kind of just skyrocket. I mean, things were already bad before, but like now. <laughs> I can't even imagine what you're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, it, it was interesting to see that. And then, and then also um, that we, they're just, there's not only is there a mental health crisis, but I think we really like need to come together as a society and really look at at the structure of like how we provide care and um, and really do some fine tuning because it's not helpful for, for patients and it's not helpful for providers. How would we go about doing that? You know, I, I think that um, it starts with, uh, well, well, dialogue, really talking to all the different stakeholders and really um everyone taking ownership that that yeah we're gonna come together and, and um try and make things better um and so when I say the the different stakeholders right we we all honestly we all every single person like we're all a part of this society so we all need to come together and like do something to create like meaningful change I think Sometimes it can get easy to um, be like, oh, you know, I elected this person and they're going to do it. But it's like, no, (laughs) you got to do your part, too. Um, Absolutely. Um, How has your job changed in the last three years? uh, So I, I, you know, so prior to. this like i i had worked in a in um a group practice and then i was also doing like er work too um and i really decided to um embrace i i realized that in order to make a change like i um i needed to kind of strike out on my own and um and so I've been focusing on um, creating my own kind of holistic psychiatry practice. And then also I'm an intuitive 
as well. And um, I have that practice as well that kind of just really looks at the whole person uh, and, and, you know, coaching, you know, people who are interested in really investigating their life purpose, not necessarily having like a, you know, they don't have like a diagnosis per se, but they do, they do want to really get in touch with themselves on and, and really improve themselves on like a mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual level. And so helping people to, to really thrive in those aspects. Um, and then also, I'm really interested, like I said, I um, I feel like I've been, I'm, I'm very fortunate and, um, and I would like to give back. And I've been trying to think about like, in what ways can I give back? And like not <laughs> not burn out too. <laughs> right, right. Um, and so um I think partner, like the the future really is in in creating partnerships and um and working together. So like I've been really trying to reach out to other healers, other therapists, other psychiatrists, just other people who are really interested in in um improving the status quo and, and creating partnerships. What have you learned about yourself during this pandemic? Oh, um, you know, I think that I honestly, I, I didn't know that I was And it sounds funny. And when I say it now, (laughs) um, to me, it sounds funny now. But like, I I really didn't know that I was such a creative person. Um, I think because I, I, you know, I'd done PhD, I'd done MD. And then there's like a structure and you follow it and you just do, you know, there are algorithms. Um, But I I didn't know that I love to... um, create and uh, like there's this whole other part of me and and being creative as far as um like the way that we use systems and, and creating like even for my own practice like patient flow and and um you know so i i didn't know that about myself and the the, the pandemic um really forced I think a lot of us to really tap into our creativity because we had never seen these problems before. And it was, uh, and, and we had to just, we had to really dig deep and figure it out. Um, now you are a holistic psychiatrist. How did you get into this work? Into psychiatry or like <laughs> the, the holistic part? Yeah. Um, you know, I think that sometimes when you, you know, I always knew I wanted to be a doctor. Okay. And um, when I was in, in medical school, you do all these different rotations. I found like what I'm really interested in is, is in really getting to know people on a deeper level. And with psychiatry, like that that's like the one specialty where you like, I think I know people better than like their spouse. Like <laughs> their spouses right. know them, like just things about them that um, they don't know. I think the as far as the holistic part, I, I didn't, you know, and also this, you know, sometimes when you go into things, you don't know, like the real state of like what's going on in the, in the medical 
in the medical system. And I think I went in thinking that I was super idealistic. I'm still an optimist. um, But I thought, oh, you know, like, you're really going to get to the cause of like why people are feeling the way that they're feeling. And, um, and what I found is the field is, is very much focused on, on treating symptoms and not necessarily like addressing the cause. Like, yeah, you know, we can treat, we can give you meds for sleep or whatever, but like, why are you not, why aren't you sleeping? You know, so really going deep and, and really figuring out like, what is, what is behind that? Um, And I think a lot of what psychiatrists, like psychiatrists practicing now is it's like med management, focusing on symptoms, but like, I like a more holistic approach and really looking at the whole person on an emotional, mental, spiritual and physical level. And um, sure, if someone is interested in meds, we could do that. But like there are other things we can do, behavioral interventions, there's therapy, you know, and there are other healing modalities that might be particularly helpful. Um, I'm also getting, I'm, I'm working on becoming like a, a herbalist as well, because I'm, I'm interested in, as you know, there's some people who, you know, they'll come to see me and they'll be like, yeah, I'm not taking, I'm not taking meds. That's not happening. Doc is not happening. So, so, you know, at least, you know, I'll be like, okay, well, you know, this is, it's not approved by the FDA, (laughs) but these are some things, um, that, you know, you might contemplate, you're taking them at your own risk, but, you know, this is another option. And how does diet and exercise play a role into all of this? Oh, diet diet is key. There is, um, I'm a big believer, like food is medicine. Like we really, the food that we put into our, into our bodies, that, that is, that has a huge influence on our emotional, mental, spiritual, physical well-being. And, um, and I'm, I'm a big, you know, if I can talk about, um, just like, I, I'm, I prefer that people eat real foods that come out of the earth. I also prefer that people drink water and not, I mean, there's a lot of other stuff out there, but really water, (laughs) real, real, um, something that in more 70% or about 70% water, like drink that and not like Coca-Cola or whatever. <laughs> um, I think it's a huge, huge part. Um, and, and then, and then really listening to um, their, their bodies because our bodies are always, always, always talking to us. Um, I think we've just gotten, we, we ignore it or we haven't been really taught to kind of listen to those signals. Um, but yeah, diet's really important and exercise is also important too. Like we were meant to move and not sit at a desk for eight hours a day. Right. There's a reason why we got legs and arms. Like, <laughs> like yes. we wouldn't have them if we didn't need them. Mm-hmm. 
what is your mission and your purpose? Uh, so I'm, I'm really interested in, um, I'd, I'd mentioned just the state of the mental health system are, you know, I, I'm interested in being a force for positive change and really empowering other people to, to do that. Like whether it's patients, clients, um, practitioners, really looking into themselves and tapping into just the, the huge potential that they have um, for greatness. Uh, so, so empowering, really just, I want to work with people who are interested in, in really empowering people to be like the best they can be to really evolve on um, a mental, emotional and spiritual level. That's, that's where I'd like to, to really focus my efforts. And when you're working with your clients, how do you empower them to go from surviving to thriving? So, so everyone is, is different. Um, I think I, um, I'm, I'm intuitive. So um, I, I use my intuition quite a bit when when I work with with patients. Um, I think that really focusing on on learning skills um, so that that so that you don't I mean you're seeing me now we can talk about like these are the things that you can do you learn them and then and then even if you never see me again you're you got that that those skills in your toolbox and you can use them. You know, you don't have to like, I, I don't like this kind of depend, you know, you have to see a psychiatrist forever, or therapist forever, but you learn skills and you, you have that information and then you take it and you, you just flourish. Mm-hmm. So there, there, and there are many different types, right? Like I use um, different therapeutic approaches, um, but, but, but I'm a big believer in like, um, mindfulness, dialectical behavioral therapy, um, really helping people with their assertiveness skills, nonviolent communication. Like there are lots of things that you can, you, you know, teach, teach um, people and they can take that information and do great things with it. That's great. Um, so the pandemic has been so difficult on so many parents. How can they thrive while coping with depression, anxiety, trauma, when all they can see is like the next minute, second or hour in front of them? Yeah, you know, I think with parents, um, I'm a, you as caregivers, like you got to take care of you first and sometimes we have to ask for help like it, and it and it's um it it is it's a tough thing to do it's a tough thing to do sometimes our families aren't necessarily you know they're the way we want them to be but you got to you got to um create you know the support system the loved ones the families that will be there for you we truly are um interdependent we really are there's no one that creates their own electricity no one i mean very few you know 
few people who get their own water. Like we really do depend on each other and, and being, you know, realizing, you know, that's part of this, the experience we're here. You're not weak or a failure if you ask other people for help, but really um, working on creating a supportive system that helps you elevate. Um, and then you're going to be there. Like you're, you're going to just be a, you will be better, much better, not only for yourself, but for everyone. It affects everyone around you. It's, it's good for if you take care of you, you your child is going to be so much better. Absolutely. Um, what are ways moms can find time for themselves to meditate and pray so they can be all that they need to be for, for those in their lives that they're taking care of? So this is a very, it's an, it's an individual question, ways to find Finding time to um, to meditate, like you, it. So the 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 beautiful thing, right, is is that that kind of meditation, mindfulness, you you that's free, and it's free, <laughs> you know, and and you can do it anywhere, anywhere. You can be. Um, I mean, you can take like a minute at, you know, even at work to go to the bathroom and meditate or go outside and meditate. Or, um, you know, when you get up first thing in the morning, you, you lie in there and meditate. Um, really, you have to decide that this is important to you. It's it's about priorities. Mm-hmm. But, but this is something that is free really um and there's so many ways of doing it you don't have to be sitting and meditating but you could you could do walking meditations you could do running meditations dances can you can make anything a meditation cooking can be a meditation you know you got to cook you could you can do that in like a very just mindful way um so it, you know you know the only limitation is your um is your mind your your beliefs can you talk about self-care and how important it is for people you know i think that um it's it's as like care, you know, as caregivers, like it, um, especially, um, you know, parents or women in particular, females in particular, mothers in particular, um, we are made to almost be feel like guilty for doing something for ourselves, for you <laughs> taking a little bit of time for ourselves. But, but really we are, we are really, in actuality, if we are taking care of ourselves, if we're keeping up with ourselves, we we are just so much better for like for ourselves and for other people around us. So it's like just like um, we you know you you need to um, eat or drink water every day. Like self care should I mean we need to probably put it on that level. Like that's how important it is. You are putting gas in your tank. You are you are maintaining. We only get one body, 
you only get one. <laughs> so taking <laughs> care, like taking care of it um, is super important. We just have to change the the dialogue um, where like as caregivers, like, you know, they're saying like, give, give, give. And, um, and there's no receiving. We need to move into a place where, where there's balance. Yeah, we can give, but yeah, we also need to receive and we are worthy of receiving. Right. It's once we get to that point, worthy of receiving and removing that guilt. Yes. That's, that's a hard place to be. Uh, what do you do for self-care? Oh, I do a lot. <laughs> I start my morning. I start my morning with, with self-care. I meditate every day in the morning. Um, and then I do some sort of movement, whether it's weightlifting at the gym or um, yoga. I mean, now they make it so like it's it's easy. Like the, I use the Peloton. I don't have a Peloton, but I use the Peloton app. And and they've got like, you know, walking and running and like all these different things um, that you can do. So like I, I do some sort of exercise and then, um, you know, we, we all express ourselves in different ways. And and for me, what I find to be like super therapeutic is to write. I just I, I write. And it just, it's almost like a weight is lifted. Like the stuff is just draining. Like I'm, I'm freeing myself. So, um, I, I do those things. And, um, and then also I, I think uh, connecting with people, I, I do that as, um, you know, my job, like I connect with people all the time, but sometimes and then you just want to have fun. Exactly. <laughs> you want to dance. Yes. <laughs> I had those those people in my life where I could just kind of be free and laugh and dance. Um, so th- that's what I do for for self care. That's great. Well, um, thank you so much, Elizabeth, for taking your time out this morning. Where can people find you? Oh, sure, sure. Um, Instagram, uh, New You Psychiatry. Um, or inspire soul in you. You can send me a message there. I've got a website for um, you know my psychiatry practice, new psychiatry or um, soul in you. They can get in contact with me in that way. Um, and then or LinkedIn. You know, my last name is S S E M A N D A, and it, it's my first name's Elizabeth, and I'm the only I'm the only black psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> with an MD PhD with the last name Samantha. So, so I'm I'm not too hard to find. Great. Well, I will attach that to the show notes. Um, but thank you so much. I appreciate you. All right. Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing, your mission, just like really uplifting people, empowering people, all for it. So just many blessings to you. Thank you so much. You have just listened to the Stay at Home Mom Yeah Right podcast with my mom. I hope you enjoy listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you liked it, please give it five stars. Thank you. Thank you.